podcast time that's right benford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam and you all know my co-host jordan whoa that was a little bit different i did it a little bit different this time yeah you thought well we're 187 episodes in well at first tell me did you like it I did not like it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'll try to replicate it next time, but I won't remember what I did. So. No, I'm sure you will yeah. forget. But, uh, you know, I'm glad you're here. I, You know, you, you told me you got injured. Um, <laughs> Why does this have to come up? <laughs> <laughs> I just want the, the everyone listening to know that nothing can stop you from recording a podcast about home improvement with me each week. Yeah. No, no rolled ankles, right. no anything. No, we're, we're doing this, you know. We, we are doing this, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's par with the course for 2020, you know, the fact that I... <laughs> get kind of into playing tennis and then immediately it's taken away that's just sort of how things are going for me these days but hey (laughs) let's not get into that let's talk about home improvement man oh man there's so much to talk about yeah uh, on this episode this is we we talked about this last week this is randy's very final appearance on the show so we're gonna do a whole randy roundup is that what we're gonna call it. I, like I guess that. we're gonna. I guess we're gonna call it the Randy I like Roundup. That. That's pretty cool. So at the top of the episode, we've got our top Randy moments. Then obviously we're gonna cover the episode, and then at the bottom we're gonna rank all the Christmas um, episodes in the series. So we've got a full slate. We don't want to waste anyone's time with banter because we know some of our fans don't actually like our banter. Only one person has ever said that, which. <laughs> No, t- there's got to be two because that one review really hated us. So I imagine they hated. Yeah, that was more personal than most of them. But you know, <laughs> they what, took what? shots at you. Yeah, they people generally only dislike me when they say things like that. But you know what? You ruffle uh, some feathers, and that's okay. I didn't get into podcasting to be liked, Jordan. Nah, and coincidentally, right. I'm not. <laughs> You're authentic, as the kids say. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna talk talk about top Randy moments. How do you want to do this? I have. Uh... So I know that you talked about how in, when we get to Christmas, we want to rank them in particular order of our favorite episodes. But I thought maybe we could just talk about. I've written down six or seven of wow. just okay. Randy like moments that stand out to me as going out their whole series. These are the moments I'm gonna remember about Randy. So. We can maybe just go back and forth and, and talk about what they are. And yeah, sounds good, Jordan. I, I only have four, so... Uh, well, is... and I'm sure some of these will be, you know, crossovers, so... Don't be so sure. <laughs> you went for obscure Randy moments. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. to be kind of contrary, and I chose uninteresting <laughs> moments just to kind of stand out. You go ahead and start. One time, Randy said hi to that weird person. <laughs> you remember the episode where Randy was watching TV with Mark? God, I love that. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. All right. Well, first and I suppose foremost, uh, I'm going to remember Randy and Jonathan Taylor Thomas's performance in the Cancer Scare episode. That's The Longest Day. So I think everyone knows this one. It's very famous, obviously. And we, we included it in one of our YouTube videos. So you know it's popular. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he has the cancer scare. It's a very emotional episode. Lots of Randy in that episode. Ups and downs and running away to the arcade gonna have some arcade moments later too so okay. a lot of arcades but yeah it's it's a, it's a memorable moment for randy goes without saying i didn't even 
so much so I didn't even, you know, write it down here. But, uh, yeah, it is the go-to Randy moment. So, yeah, it's great. But, you know, I, I didn't put it down because it's just, you know... It's, it's too cliche. It's a little cliche for me. So <laughs> I'm going to start with Howard's End, Jordan, way, way back. Not on my list. Okay, this is... My moments are quite small, I guess. They, That's you know, okay. They might not be entire episodes built they're, around they're Randy. Moment, they're, they're moments. They're moments. Uh, so I, when I think of uh, Randy Young, I have a couple memories. This is yeah. the first one. It's where, you know, Brad's watching... Um, <laughs> is it so Gen- Jennifer's? Jennifer Sadarsky's fish. Uh, he doesn't take care of it, and the fish dies. And I just remember Randy's yep. like facial expressions looking at the bull and kind of investigating the fish as just being so funny. I mean, he's always got good facial expressions, especially when he's younger, but that I just remember laughing so hard at that and really getting a kick out of it. Yeah, he was always kind of snarky, and this is an yeah. instance of him doing that. So he's he's been good at the snarky attitude throughout the series, and this is one moment of that uh, that I enjoy. I'm going to jump a little bit forward just because we're talking about Randy being snarky. How about when Randy chews out Bud? Ooh, that in, is one of mine. In right, Clash cr- of the Tailors. Some crossover, so, yeah. Yeah, if you recall, um, Randy is working for the paper at this time. He goes in with his dad to interview Bud Harper, and he really gives him the what for on Binford's environmental record. So, had to do it. Yeah, he had to do it. Some arguments ensue with him and his dad, and it's, you know, it's it's memorable. Randy does not pull any punches. This is journalistic yeah. integrity. I like that one. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's like the best episode. You know, Randy becomes an advocate kind of later on and, and a serious sort of academic guy, much like myself. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just really like that episode. I think that's like the best that showcases him as an adult character, probably better than a lot of the other writing centric episodes do. And I just, yeah, I really, I really do like that bud scene between Randy and, and bud where they go at it. And Tim is funny in that scene as well. So yeah, that's a good one. I don't even know if we've seen bud since put him, put him in the ground. Eviscerated. (laughs) Bud's friggin' six feet under. All right. Uh, it's another young Randy one. Uh, episode is called groin pains. Yeah, I got this one. Okay. Uh, and I'm talking specifically about, Randy in that Peter Pan costume. And oh, just, very memorable. Just kind of his dissatisfaction with it. His He does some prancing. It's all just very, very funny. Also very cute. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't have much to add there, but it yeah. is on my list. Mm-hmm. I think in general, the theatrical part of Randy, you know, it obviously goes away as he gets older because yeah. he moves more to be being an advocate, environmentalist, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you have that moment. You have in Mr. Wilson's opus, I think right. it was. He's yeah. like, I don't know what role he plays, but I think he's going to get to smooch some girl. And yeah. So he's obviously in theater there. He's a ventriloquist at one point. Forgot about so, that. So, yeah, he, he's a performer, and that doesn't quite bear out. But, you know, you contrast that with all the fumble problems that he had younger. You could Makes sense. Yeah. It's part of his character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the, good memory. I have a young one here. Go ahead. How about when him? This is a, a brotherly moment. Him and Brad, they're they're facing down the arcade bully in Upper oh, Alley. Oh yeah, great episode. Great oh moment. man, yeah. So we get this bully who's about I don't know three feet taller than both Brad and Randy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but As they, bullies are wont to be, you know. <laughs> they're always very physically imposing. Yeah. I when I first met you, I thought you were going to bully me because you're so much and taller I, than me. And uh, I thought about it. Yeah, still thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, there's some things we choose not to share about right. what happens before this podcast starts. But 
Uh, yeah, he's they're facing down the bully. Eventually, they get their revenge. It's you know it's a good moment of brotherly bonding, and I think we both really liked Up Your Alley in general. So it's a memory that stuck out to me. Well, Jordan, it's really satisfying to see a plan like that come together. <laughs> you know, isn't that the say truth? It once I'll say it a thousand times. Love seeing a plan come together. All right, this is my last one. Um, you know, this is sort of middle not not middle aged Randy, but middle aged Randy on the show. This is Room Without a View. Um, mm. He moves down to the basement, yeah. gets his own room, and he's scared. And uh, I yeah. don't know, I just thought it was charming and kind of true to life. And he, he has some kind of funny lines and quips as he listens to the creaking and the eerie noises in the basement. And I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, he does. It's funny. Sometimes Randy has that like shy kind of nervousness. And it kind of reminds me of something else on my list. I, I wrote down when he throws a party... Um, and there's that girl that comes that he likes and even i think i don't remember if it was with beth or somebody else he's very nervous to talk to girls or whatever so that's part of his character that i always really remember um i think probably didn't seem that true to life for you though i mean you were always sort of hot dogging around with your bowling ball tricks and stuff never seemed like you were too intimidated by the opposite sex yeah, well, I mean, I think that goes without saying. Yeah. I think everyone, everyone it's like, on this you're podcast like a knows my track Studying record. something that you're you're trying to understand, and that is a, yeah. a, a man, a man kind of. <laughs> I spent a lot of time watching these episodes, trying to understand what was happening. I, I think we had some conversations off yeah. air about what what are they going for here? Are, yeah. are people really that bad with women? I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, well, also just like watching a nerd, like that's just like so foreign for you is seeing someone just be kind of nerdy and that would just be hard for you to relate to, I would imagine. Yeah. I, I would imagine as well. Speaking of nerdiness, can we talk about a computer and a specific computer that Randy oh, used to catfish oh, a woman in okay. Reality Bites? This would have definitely been one of mine. I forgot about that. I'm glad you remembered it. Yeah, that would have easily been in my top four or five. I love that. Good thinking, Jordan. Yeah, that's the last one on my list. But okay. yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think we were very excited when we read the summary, getting ready for that episode. Yeah. It's just kind of like a crazy episode where he catfishes this twenty-something and she shows uh, up. Older, and... older. Really? She looked younger to me. I yeah, thought like late twenties. I can't but... remember actually. <laughs> You're thinking she's fifty? Yeah. Uh, no. But yeah, that's a. It's definitely a memorable episode, and and Randy's. You know, he's working that keyboard. Yeah, that's an exceptional episode of Home Improvement. Um, you they know, don't, I would, they don't I write would, them like that every week. Oh, no, I wish they did, though. I, I would also <laughs> say that his episode with the, uh, the older woman who passes away, and the, the episode that is maybe a little bit of a muddled message on organized mm-hmm. religion, but um, I do enjoy his relationship with that. With that. Uh, I think I referred to her as an old bag of bones. <laughs> uh, but uh, now I, I, I feel much more respect and kindness uh, for her. But I, I like that one as well. Yeah, yeah. Losing my religion, I think, is what that was yeah, called. So, right. What a list of Randy moments. If you, I mean, we covered Where a lot the, there. This episode wasn't in there. Mm, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no comment. I don't, we'll get there. We'll get there. But. Yeah, and we didn't talk about adios, but I think these, you know, we're, we're obviously thinking uh, about the good memories, and those two episodes are really him leaving, so, yeah, we we kind of have a different perspective there, but if we didn't mention anything else that uh, you listeners loved, uh, Randy, any moments, please let us know on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. We'll highlight, uh, we did hear back from some people on that, and we'll highlight those during the social media aspect of our show, Jordan. I can't, I can't wait to hear it. I just can't wait. You know what I can't wait to talk about right now? What's that? Episode 187, Home for the Holidays. Yeah. This one's written by John Vandergriff, 
who last did Adios. So he's he had the two Randy episodes to finish <laughs> They off. bring him in for kind of the depressing, sad ones. <laughs> he's what they call the closer. Yeah. December 8th, 1998. Title reference is Home for the Holidays, a 1995 film, which I had never heard of, but it's got some heavy hinter- hitters like Anne Bancroft of mm. your favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, fame, the, the Graduate. And then RDJ uh, is in there. Must Holly be Hunter. Bad. <laughs> I mean, like, you would I, think you would yeah. hear about it, you yeah, know, it with these people in it. But, but yeah, that's the title reference here. <sighs> Speaking of bad. I got three really bad alternative titles. I got five really bad ones. And as I'm, you know, as I'm hearing this Home for the Holidays title, I'm thinking JTT kind of had the market cornered in the late 90s on Coming Home for the Holidays. You know, that's kind of sure his angle. I'll be home for Christmas this episode. That's it. Same year? I mean, come on. That's, uh, that's not nothing. Yeah, I bet you that didn't make Tim happy. Ooh, man. Flawed. <laughs> really shoving it in his face. He's not going to be home for the... He made a whole movie about coming home for the holidays. Uh, Jerk. My, my titles are so bad that I did three, and I was just like, mm, I'm not even going to keep trying. So Yeah, mine aren't good either. I'll, I guess I'll I threw st- in the towel. I'll start. Um, I'll start with Trudy, A Memorable Christmas. <laughs> Trudy? Judy? Show me that booty. <laughs> and it, here's the thing, Jordan. It's not that memorable of a Christmas, all things considered. <laughs> Seems like nobody wants to remember it. Yeah. All right, my first one is, home is where the mess is. That's a good one. I think I maybe have done this before, but I can't remember when. So I'll, I'll be generous. It's it's the Christmas season on Home and Podcast. And twins! <laughs> We've definitely done it all right, well, But it still works for me. Okay. All right, it's better than this one, even if it is recycled. How about Battle of the Rooftops? <laughs> what do you, you remember that one from history class? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Uh, how about a holiday treat? Oh, nice. I got a tree one. And you get a tree, and you get a tree, and you get a tree. Wow, you, you did go for it. Um, I did. Feliz Nave. Dad, can you pay attention to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's your last one it's a singing one as i seem to be leaning on more and more lately uh so just you know bear with me okay it's the christmas spirit so bye bye little randy things without you sure aren't dandy bye bye little randy your five thousand rainforest in the wind not the I same could. tune, but, you know. I was going to say, are you singing Bye Bye Miss American Pie? It was a little are bit you... of both, yeah. So. That's where I thought you were going, so it was yeah. a bit confusing. Yeah. But I like when you sing to me, so. <laughs> yes. I like singing for you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the episode. Okay. We're, uh, we're on the roof already. This is the first scene in the Battle of the Rooftops where... <laughs> <laughs> we're having a tool time on location have you there watched are... ken burns like seven part <laughs> docuseries in the battle of the rooftops <laughs> it's some say it's a seminal piece of our time all right <laughs> this is gonna be quite an episode we're on al's roof or is it tim's roof or is it al's roof or is it tim's roof well here's That's... the funny thing it's actually tim's roof you can tell but they're nah. just using the same roof again but they want you to think it's al's well and i wasn't even really thinking about that because i was referencing the fact that they were arguing because it's tim's house mm. that al rents yeah yeah talk about rooftops installing lights on the roof they're talking about preventing electrical fires shocks all that good stuff and you know how they're staying safe they're not letting tim help 
ha ha ha. Uh, this is Al's first Christmas in the new house, which I think checks out. Um, yeah. Al's gonna Al's yeah, gonna be eligible so. for the annual lighting contest. Apparently, that's only in Tim's neighborhood. And uh, Tim, you know, is generous with his occupant, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hand you some of my hand-me-downs," and it is like tangled lights and a melted elf. Yeah. So he really, you know, the competition is gonna be fierce. We're, we're setting the groundwork there, but they all come together because we've got a Saginaw cheese commercial. Huh? You know, they just keep coming. Interesting. <laughs> Somebody thinks they're funny. Somebody does. Yeah, it doesn't really work without Sparky. I feel like. It doesn't work with Sparky, so imagine it without. <laughs> well, I guess if it's an experiment, it's not Sparky's fault. If it's with Sparky, if it's without Sparky, it's still bad. So Yeah, you said it. All right, so Al has a partner that's going to help him because they're talking about like how much money Al can spend or whatever, and Shruti's here, and we know that she's got deep pockets, so she's going to be bankrolling this whole thing. And she shows off her wealth right away because there's a giant inflatable Santa that's about 20 feet tall that starts popping up. Did you call um, her Shruti? Isn't that her name? Trudy. That's why I said Trudy. I thought, are you saying Shru- Sounds like you're saying Shruti. <laughs> no. I swear. Trudy. Somebody, somebody's going to pick up on that when they listen, I hope. It really, it, sounded, it still sounds like Shruti. All right, I got to get past it, Jordan. Trudy. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I not enunciating? I think that might be it. Um, but you're mentioning this massive inflatable Santa. I hate these things. Even, I mean, they're not actually... <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. They're not actually that massive. You know, like the inflatable things that people use now. Um, yeah. They're never as big as this Santa, at least not the ones I've seen, unless you're going to, like, Bronner's or something. But I don't like these things. You don't like them. Yeah. How do you feel? I guess I haven't really thought enough about it. Now, this, I will, like you said, these, this is bigger than any inflatable Santa I've ever seen. I can't say I've... I, I guess I would say I'm fine with them. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I wasn't expecting any support from you. Uh, no, I never do support you. Kind I of think, like how Tim never supports Al by comparing his mom to that Santa. That's true. That was savage. Uh, Tim's really pulling rank as landlord in this one. Uh, and if I could return to the inflatables for just a second, <laughs> you know, I think like okay, it's better than nothing in terms of decorations but only marginally better I what do you say. what do you prefer for christmas decorations let's let's start light, there lights just lights yeah you're a basic light guy love lights love the lights you wouldn't like you know the tradition of frosty from christmas with the cranks for example i would like that as long as it were accompanied by lights well isn't he putting lights up too yeah so i like it I'm confused. <laughs> I like it if Dan Aykroyd's involved. <laughs> Free Frosty. Oh, okay. Well, I'm confused about your stance on Christmas lights, but I don't think one needs to be clear about their stance yeah, no, on Christmas it, it, lights it, and decorations. I mean, it's kind of a complicated topic, frankly. So um, I would say so. Let's head inside. Joe's okay. making a gingerbread house with the twins. They're still living there with Marty. Uh, Brad you thought they'd disappear in a continuity error? Well, I wasn't sure it would have been fine with me. I wasn't sure if at the end of the last episode if Marty was going to move back in or kind of what the situation. It was a bit unclear, wasn't it? A little, little confusing, but they're back. Um, Brad and Mark, they ate the candy for the house, uh, and now they have to go to the store to get more. Tim comes in. He inspects the house, and uh, we're getting a lot of jokes in this episode and previous episodes, you know, the twins, they kind of know that Tim isn't that good at building things. Uh, and they're going yeah. to let him hear it. 
Well, um, you know, it, <laughs> they definitely do. I would say in the last episode, I didn't recognize how mm-hmm. stiff the delivery their oh, lines were. Oh, you didn't know you're getting that. You're getting it, huh? Yeah, it was pretty rough in this this episode. They're <laughs> they're adorable, but their their lines the line delivery is pretty rough. Hey, if so. everybody could do it, you know, it, it it wouldn't be so impressive. You know, the performances it's it's acting. It's hard, uh, mm-hmm. and presumably they went on to do other other things in their lives that made them not happy. Not everyone is a natural like you with you know the rogue elf and the I am not uh, I am not legendary a ninja and yeah no far from it but uh, you know I'm also not on a primetime TV show yet <laughs> All right. time Tim accuses Al of cheating on the contest uh, hmm. because he's being bankrolled is that the implication there right yeah I think so I, okay. I don't I wrote down Tim thinks he's cheating too but I didn't yeah, really whatever. have context okay. about I'll why. keep going later okay. uh Jill decorates uh, the tree with the twins. Jill spent a lot of time with the with the twins. Uh, Tim walks past with a wise man holding a harpoon gun. Um, I didn't really get the joke there. What's the joke? Well, so right before he comes in with the harpoon gun, the girls ask Jill like what she loves about Christmas, and she talks about like peace on earth and goodwill toward men. And then okay. Tim brings out a wise man with a harpoon. Yeah, I. Uh... Why would? But why does he want to use that? Well, I think we see him using it later. Oh, okay. I might have missed that. All right. Uh, Mark and Brad, they spied on Al's house, and they, they can uh, tell you, re- reporting back, that it's awesome, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the twins here. Um, Jill's about this does to, not fit in with the episode, by the way. They try I this a like. couple times, and it doesn't work. Um, it's just like a little, just a little too much seasoning on this one. Yeah. They can't put... Jill wants to put the angel up, but she's not allowed because, or she stops because it makes the girls sad because their mommy and daddy used to do it together. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till later. The girls run off as well. Yeah. The next in one's a minute, in the next a minute. Time, yeah. The next time it happens is even worse. It's like in two seconds, right? Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Jill, Jill says like, oh, now you get two Christmases. And then somebody's at the door. JTT is back, walks in like a boss. Studio audience goes wild. Hair seems a little darker to me. I don't know. Um, someone says something about how he gets to, or how he wanted to celebrate with his mother and father. And then one of the twins is like, he gets to have Christmas with his mom and dad. And they run upstairs. And it's pretty rough. Really something. <laughs> it is something, all right. And then they just kind of downplay it like, oh, well, Randy's Whatever. here. Hey, divorce. Tough, huh? Um, but the house is crazy, Jordan. Everybody's moving in every which direction. Brad comes in and says, "Baby Jesus is smoking," because uh, he's reporting on something he saw outside. Tim runs outside. Mark comes in. Everybody's so busy. J- JTT, Randy can't even get a hug. Left alone after this catastrophe that's going on. Yeah, pretty pretty big bummer. Yeah. Later, we're gonna see here. Randy is heading down to his room, or what used to be his room. Uh, and he goes down, and it is a real pigsty down there. You've got mm. clothes everywhere. You see the bunk bed of Brad and Mark. And, uh, yeah, Jill comes down and explains the situation. And then Brad and Mark come down, and uh, apparently they like living in this mess. I don't know how you could. They've it's really pretty... bonded throughout this whole episode. It's... Yeah, we get that a lot in the yeah, scene as something. well. Yeah. yeah, the boys are left alone because Jill goes upstairs. And, yeah, we get a lot of this conversation where Brad and Mark have really bonded. They talk about, like, pranks they've done together. They talk about pranks they're going to do together. There is a pretty funny line here from Mark 
he's had a couple funny lines lately, I feel like. It's the funniest. He, I, this is the funny. I know I've said this before. This is actually the funniest thing Mark's ever said. Yeah, so Mark said, you know, how's Puerto Rico? And crowd gets a kick out of that. And then he says, guess you didn't get my letters then. Yeah, because Randy's like, I'm actually in Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. And then, yeah, more bonding. Brad and Mark scheme to get their dad back. Randy feeling out of the loop. I, I like in this scene, Jill uh, tells Mark and Brad to clean the room, and they start picking it up, and the second she closes the door, they just throw everything back down. That was kind of funny. Um, they also wrinkled Randy's sports coat, which is, oh, come on. did not real. mention that. that was, that's, a, that's a bad one. Um, what was I going to say? I had Interesting note, the sports yeah. coat he's going to be taking to church. So I feel like the last time we talked about losing my religion or whatever, he wouldn't go to church. So it seems like he's lending an olive branch here. Well, you know, it's the holidays, so path to least resistance, you know? Uh, I guess so. I don't know, maybe sacrifice for your family, although they're not sacrificing for you at all. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that was a good mark line. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty... Kind of a funny Mark episode. Oh, I thought of what I was wanting to say. Um, why do Mark and Brad want to get back at their dad? Oh, so you mentioned that they were spying on Al. Mm-hmm. It was actually like a commission from Tim. They had to go spy on Al. And that's so. why, and they were upset about it, so they want to get him back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> apparently they didn't like it, but that's that's the reasoning here. I'm not gonna defend the reasoning. Kind of weak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but when you're just. When you're two pals like that, you're just looking to get back at anybody you know, for any reason. It's fun, really. I don't even care what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you insult grunt work for no reason, you know? <laughs> there are reasons. <laughs> we can't all be ob- as objective as you, Jordan. <laughs> all right. You want to take this next scene? Yeah. After church, man, we got the whole squad here. Wow. This I is mean, crazy. it's like a clown car. Everybody just keeps coming it's out. It's a who's who of your. Least favorite home improvement performers. <laughs> we got Marty, Jeff, Tim's mom. Lucy. Lucy. Everybody else. You know, it's the whole gang. It's crazy. The girls, yeah, the boys, the whole Taylor clan. Whew, I'm yeah. surprised Carrie wasn't there. Who? <laughs> What'd Jeff's, you say? Jeff's girlfriend, also Jill's sister. Oh, she does get referenced later. Um, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't show up. That'd have been sweet. Okay. She taking some pictures in Africa or something? She's probably dating, she's probably cheating on him with Robert Redford, you know? Uh, <laughs> all right, so they're going to open gifts. And again, you know, Randy just kind of just, poor guy just wants a little bit of attention. Just the slightest, like, somebody ask me how I've been doing. Please, I'll keep it short. <laughs> it's uh, like you haven't seen me for months. It's crazy. Uh, but they start opening gifts, and uh, first the, you know, Randy wants to give them his gift first, which isn't a great idea if once you kind of know what it is like let's save that one for middle you know so yeah. people kind of forget about it yeah. but uh tim promised the girls that they could open up their gifts first they got toolboxes pink ones binford um i i, I have a note here I, I do remember this episode watching it when i was young and finding it just very depressing just kind of feeling bad felt the same way as an adult it, it's uh kind of tough to watch mm-hmm. um tim's mom you said her name was lucy correct I think it's Lucille, but I call her Lucy, and okay. that usually ruffles your feathers. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. Lucille, um, <laughs> she's really given Marty what for over uh, the relationship issues. She really is. She's, it's really, not only is it not really an appropriate thing to do ever, but she's choosing to do it at a really poor time, you know, as everybody's yeah. opening up their Christmas presents. She's feisty. She's going after him. 
Uh, and, you know, Marty's defending himself. And Jeff, he's trying to get involved as well. And uh, he's giving it to Marty. And everybody wants to get Tim's opinion, but he's a little bit like you. He's very objective, and he's not looking to get involved. He's um, trying to stay out of it. He's trying to make peace on Earth this Christmas. And he's, like, measuring his head or something. I don't know. Um, Randy, he did get that gift for everyone. Put all their names on it. And uh, Tim opens it. And uh, it's hard, you know, like... He's got to know that this isn't going to land real well, but it's a, it's a nice gesture. It's a, it's a tree that's being protected uh, down in Costa Rica, and, and you know all of their names are attached to it. Uh, it's a little bit like the human fund from Seinfeld, <laughs> felt like to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little less uh, devious, I suppose. Sure, yeah. Um, and then, you know, everybody just kind of starts fighting again about Marty and Nancy. Yeah, well, Jeff, you know, he makes a joke about the trees, and then it's off to the races again. Right, you're right, yeah. Jeff, you know what? Jeff, go screw, you know? <laughs> like, you're, you're lucky to even be here. How's your uh, how's your shipping company going, pal? He's probably still living with Lucille. Yeah, for real. Um, Brad and Mark got uh, Tim lights, but they uh, already put them on the roof. And, uh, Tim's every- very excited by this. Everybody like goes outside to investigate, and again, uh, Randy feels very left behind. A little bit like Kirk Cameron in those famous films, feeling left behind. Mm, why doesn't he just, you know, follow them outside? He wouldn't be alone. Yeah, I think at this point he's feeling bad that his gift didn't go over. Yeah, that's true. Better. He does like look at the thing and say, "Huh." As a guy who. Pretty much his whole life has felt like he hasn't gotten enough attention from his family. I can relate to Randy in this one. <laughs> God, oh, you poor thing. All right, this is the very short scene, and then I'll do the next scene. Okay. But this is the very short scene where Al, we're on Al's roof the next day. Yeah, and someone has harpooned all the elves. Yeah, I guess I'm, I don't know how I missed this, but I it was like maybe five seconds long. Okay, I mean I saw the scene, I just didn't really notice the harpoon thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> you were just like, "What's he doing up there?" I was like, guys, okay. This <laughs> and then we were back to the back to the tailors well, on Christmas tra- morning. This episode was traumatic for me, so I, I really yeah. Yeah, I some of the things you just put out of your out yeah. of your head. We're back at the tailors on Christmas morning, and Jill and Randy are there. They haven't really had time to talk, and they're they're trying to have that conversation now. And as he starts to explain, Marty and the girls come down and kind of the twins hijack. are kind of like ruining Randy's life. I would say pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they've they've messed up his room situation. They he can't get any attention. They yell at him when he says he's going to spend time with his family. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> really tough. Uh, so yeah, Jeff and Lucille are there again. They're interrupting Jeff and uh, Carrie are still together. I did mention that earlier, yeah. but we get that line here. He he buys her lingerie. Is that the joke? It is the joke. Gross. <laughs> it fits in with Jeff's character, if yeah, you ask me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Jill is summoned to presence, and so she can't have that conversation with Randy. And Tim comes in in bitter defeat uh, with the lighting display. So it's it's quite an active Christmas morning. I feel like for me, Christmas morning, you wake up, we open our stockings before everybody gets up, but it's mostly like relax, maybe eat some breakfast. But there's a lot of shuffling going around here. Too much, Jordan. Too much. Chaos on Christmas. That should have been the name of this Would episode. Would have been better than a lot of ours, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're at the fence. And uh, Randy and Wilson, they're speaking in Spanish to each other, and we get those subtitles that are oh so, thank- help- oh, so helpful. <laughs> thank-, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, it's pretty hilarious. Um, Wilson is roasting chestnuts on an open fire. Um, and, you know, Randy Randy just kind of gets into it. Things are different now. Feels like He's he not having a Merry Christmas, that's for sure. 
feels like he doesn't fit in anymore. Mm. Um, they exchange quotes about home. One's from Thomas Wolfe, the other one, Frank Baum. Um, they're sort of, uh, you know, Wilson's quote is uh, Wizard of Oz. There's no place like home. And Randy's is, I don't remember what it is, but it's the you opposite. Can't, you can't go home again. Yeah, the opposite of that. Um, time doesn't stand still. Uh, and, and Randy's having a and hard time. And would you time. want it to? <laughs> no, Jordan, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would like to get through this if I could. Uh, Wilson has a time machine in his basement that can slow things down, but you know, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a, is it though? Is it after <laughs> is that it? cavern? Is it though? Um, it's a big but, basement. I believe you could have a time machine down there if well, you want. I, I got some news about that basement for you. I can't wait to hear it. It's pretty. It's pretty juicy. Um, but this conversation makes Randy feel better. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of a difficult situation because none of this is really his fault. I mean, I guess his expectations are, are his fault and that mm-hmm. he thought that things were going to be the exact same. But, like, wanting the time of day from your family or just, like, a little bit of attention, I, I don't really blame him for. Um, he needs to find an opening. And uh, just as Wilson says that, something falls from the roof. The <laughs> opening. And it's the opening. Uh, Tim's <laughs> working up there. Randy heads up and uh, offers to help, and uh, finally the two have a have a little bit of time alone. And, and Tim asks about Costa Rica, and uh, Randy starts to kind of talk about it. Jill brings up hot chocolate, and uh, I believe that she's referencing the camping episode from way back. Or am I wrong? When she says uh, she made hot chocolate about with melted toothpaste and Hershey's. Oh, did yeah? I don't remember her. I don't remember exactly. Okay. If she said that then, but it's plausible. Okay. All and right. the he- and the hiku, yeah, it's plausible. And the hiku, I thought you were mispronouncing haiku, and I was really going <laughs> to let you have it. Um, you know, he he tells them that he misses home uh, and all the things he misses. He misses Arnold Schwarzenegger movies in English, and uh, this is a pretty Don't good we joke. All? Pretty good joke by Tim. What is how does how do you say hasta la vista? <laughs> Or what is hasta la vista in Spanish? Is that the joke? And they just kind of look at him yeah, funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, he misses home. He talks about home a lot. He misses his favorite Chinese place. Should have been his favorite Italian place. Come on. Uh, but yeah, they can't do the, the joke where it's been closed because that Italian place is still open. That's true. And the joke is that it became a sushi and live bait shop. That kills. Yeah. Why? Is it because just like pe- people think sushi is so weird in 1998? I guess. I, I don't have an explanation, but it's... Oh my gosh, the audience went crazy. Yeah, that's the weirdest laugh line we've Some had in a while. Some guy split his pants who was laughing so hard. <laughs> Kelvin! <laughs> Alright. Uh, Randy cites the many changes, and this is kind of... Tim and Jill finally understand that they've been ignoring him, and uh, they... It only took 22 minutes and three days in real life, I don't know. Yeah, who knows how long this trip is. He might have to leave, like, tomorrow morning, so... <laughs> Kind of sucks. Uh, and of course, Tim falls and Randy says, hey, you know what? As much as things change, some things remain the same. Mm. Cue the Frozen 2 song. Let's take your word for it. On that one, pal. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you've seen it. Missed so that you, one. Yeah, so reconciliation of plenty. Later, we're on the roof at Al's display and everyone's taking a look at Al's winning decor and they're all very impressed. And none of them recognize that Al and Trudy are dressed up Working hard, doing certain elf movements, I guess. They're, like, picking up presents and whatever. I think it's, yeah, you're under the impression it's, like, animatronic sort of stuff. Because there's other elf animatronics up yeah. there that are doing the same thing. Uh, you can tell right away it's Alan Trudy, right? It's it's nothing surprising there. But maybe from a distance you disagree. can't. Disagree. Disagree. Did not. Oh, really? Nope. Huh. 
What kind of screen are you watching on? <laughs> Smudged laptop. <laughs> uh, they are stuck up there is the end of it after everybody leaves. Like, they're, they're trying to play it off because apparently that's part of what won the contest. Is that cheating? I would... Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, you know, if it is cheating, they're going to pay the price because they can't move. Uh, we get a reference that this cost $10,000. Of Trudy's money, which is money too much. poorly spent. <laughs> too much. And that's a, that's a real credit fade to black on the final Jonathan Taylor Thomas episode, Hope for the Holidays. <laughs> Just uh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> president. Uh, uh, Wisconsin Badger, running uh, back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. Um, Home for the Holidays, a.k.a. Uh, Chaos Nave, and Christmas? Nave, Dad, can I get some attention? <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Yeah. What? Let's take our sled, hop in our sled, mm-hmm. get the reindeers to start moving, mm-hmm. and uh, end up at Castle's Corner. What do you think about this episode? Um, it's hard. It's like, it's. I guess I didn't really like it. Um, I, I'll focus on the positives. There are a couple good lines. I think that, I think that uh, Mark and Brad are kind of funny in this one. Uh, Mark has his funniest line of all time. Re, I guess you didn't get my letters. Uh, there are a couple good jokes throughout, and, uh, sometimes episodes don't have enough Christmas. This was a very much a Christmas episode. There's a lot going on with the lights and stuff, um, so I will give it that. I didn't really enjoy this one, so negatives, I'm gonna say lows. It's just not what you want for Randy's last episode. Yeah. Nor what you really want for a Christmas episode. It's just kind of a bummer. Um. It didn't feel very festive. It felt, yeah, it was kind of depressing. It's sort of, like, difficult to watch. It's kind of uncomfortable. Like, I'm glad that they came to uh, some kind of a understanding at the end of the episode. But, like, <laughs> it's mostly just, like, people are kind of fighting, bickering. The girls are having a tough time, and that's sort of hilarious to watch. And, like, you know, Tim's doing his thing with Al, and you got uh, you got Lucille giving Marty what for. It's a lot of, like, infighting and kind of... It's not. It's just not very festive. And then you got Randy, who's just kind of sad because no one will pay attention to him. And it's yeah. yeah it's just kind of a tough way to go. If I were Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I probably wouldn't have wanted to come back again after this either. <laughs> you know, like this is not this is not a very good episode. Like they could have done so much better with this, and it could have been nice and homey and kind of celebratory. But in the end, it's just kind of a bummer. And it's just like I don't know. It's a it's a very poor send off for a beloved character. So no, I, I I didn't I didn't get a lot out of this one. Yeah, I, I mean, I echo a lot of your sentiments there. The only people who seem to be benefiting from the way things are now are Brad and Mark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Their, their relationship's growing. They're having a good time. They're taking on their dad and the world, really. Uh, <laughs> yes, totally agree. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a tough send-off for, for Randy. And, like you said, a lot of acrimony in the episode between basically all the parties involved. Yeah. Does not give you a warm, fuzzy feeling, which I guess is what we expect. Like, we expect from the Halloween episodes some sort of, like, mischief and fright. And in the Christmas episodes, we expect some sort of, like homey yeah fuzz, fuzzy feeling type of thing and you, you don't really get that here no, so not at all yeah it's rough it's rough um well where does that, it rank where does it stack up you know where does it rank in the list Whew. we're gonna find out momentarily because that's what we've got up next we got the order of christmas episodes there's eight of them there's yes. other winter-ish christmas yeah. adjacent episodes but we i think we just picked the eight we left Christmas. out a frozen moment, and 
hot rod something. Some like a hot rod? Some like a hot rod, yeah. <laughs> There's been like nine hot rod episodes. I know, it's hard. <laughs> All right. You want to do this like we did the Halloween ones? I guess so. Okay. The thing about, I will say before we get started here, is I feel like these are much less memorable than the Halloween episodes. Yeah. So I, I found it very hard to rank. This was very challenging. It took me quite a while, much longer than I would have liked. But I uh, feel like I feel okay about my maybe my top two and the rest of them. I don't know. Whatever. There's a couple clear cut ones for me, and then like I had to look up what a lot of them had happened in them because I just did not remember. <laughs> and all the names are the same too. So yeah, hard. that doesn't help, does it? All right, uh, I'll start, Jordan. How about that? I'd love for you to start. Okay, I'm starting with my uh, last place, number eight. This is uh, season six, No Place Like Home. Mm, uh, you always hated that one. <laughs> yeah, so in this episode, Tim wants to buy the house he grew up in uh, when some yuppies want to like buy it and renovate <laughs> it. There's really no Christmas in this one, and we don't get anything with the lights. Uh, it's just like family, basically, right? Yeah, and it's also, it's much, it's sort of like Home for the Holidays, and it's just like a bummer. Like, it's depressing, and... You get Marty and, and Jeff in there as well, and they're kind of, like, always fighting, you know, which is just super yeah. fun to watch. But, like, I don't know, a Christmas episode without really any Christmas or the uh, yearly light show, for me, it's got to be last place, you know? It just has to be. For me. Yeah, it's, it's second to last on my list, so I, okay. you were of the same mind here. But, yeah, I don't have much else to say besides the fact that it didn't, yeah, a lot of infighting. I guess there's familial aspects to the episode, but it's not very Christmassy, and um, yeah, that's that's really about it. We You're, do get some. You are we, speechless. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking, you know, what even happens in that episode? We do get a, a flashback of Tim's dad, which is sort of touching, but sorta. <laughs> it's only sorta. So, all right, my last one on the list, mm-hmm. and maybe this isn't isn't gonna rank on yours. I don't know, but I've got I'm scheming of a white Christmas. Which is, I think, in the second season, and Brad and Randy basically are like accepting donations for the neighborhood for a charity, but they become very greedy and they basically take the money and start to buy themselves things like comic books and Game Boys. And um, I just can't abide with that type of behavior, especially around Christmas. Well, Jordan, color me shocked because I had that number four. <laughs> um, I don't I, remember what else happens in that episode. Well, that's though. the problem, I think, because you have that great snowmobile gag. You remember green. the green screen? Oh wow, that was very memorable. That was pretty good. And you also have uh, the Manhattan transfer. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't like watching Brad and Randy steal from charity. And in <laughs> hindsight, it's pretty hilarious that they had them do that. But Brad was a little bad boy back then. Um, he was a bad boy. He's really that, calmed just, down. Just for the snowmobile gag, like that's pretty hilarious. I remember laughing a lot at that. I, I put it kind of in the middle of my list. So yeah, if I would remember that, it probably wouldn't be number eight. But uh, this is the list, and it's etched in stone. Right. Okay. Well, I'll go down to my number seven, Jordan, and that's what we just covered. That's home for the holidays. Um, yeah. That's yeah. That's I think that's the six. I guess is my okay. third to last. Got it. For me, you know, I, we just covered it, but it's uh, it's not what you want out of a Christmas episode or Randy's last episode. It's not very festive. There's just a lot of fighting. Uh, it was just kind of lame. Didn't care for it. So that's it for me. Yeah, I'm not going to say any more about that. All right. How about Bright Christmas for the next one? Uh, there's some new this rules. This is for... what, what number for you, Jordan? I guess this would be number five. Okay. Because we right. both just had number six there, right? All right? I had this one at number six. Okay. 
All right, so we're right around each other here. Mm-hmm. New rules for the Christmas lighting contest. Uh, Tim, obviously, is just kind of like doing the more power thing, and things kind of go awry as usual. But uh, this one's really focused on Jill and her, her mom. First of all, we get Say lots his of... his name. First of all, we get lots of mentions of the colonel. Yeah. But there's no colonel, so it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, but and who do we get? <laughs> Art Leonard? Parker. Oh, it's Parker. That they've done so many of the. I, I, I switched Parker with Art because you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They're just dating the moms. Uh, yeah, I do like Parker better than Art. Maybe I guess Parker seems like a winner. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she's really upset when her mom is dating Parker, and that's really centered around that. And she kind of comes around, but yeah, it's it's, it's kind not of a strange very good. Christmas um, episode. The funniest part is just Parker being there, which is not a good sign for your episode. <laughs> the light stuff is okay. I, I, if I recall, like the they put some restrictions on it, and uh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's some decent stuff with that, but yeah, I just don't need a Christmas episode built around like fighting and struggle. It's just not for me. And it's not for you. What's next for you? All right, my number five. Twas the night before chaos, season Ooh. four. In uh, this one. The colonel is boring, and he's being an a-hole, and Jill's mom doesn't like it. <laughs> That's kind of it. Tim, uh, Tim, and, Tim and the colonel eventually have kind of a heart-to-heart on the roof, but I don't know. Like this is, I'm surprised. This is the very first mention of the colonel. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you hated it. It's my number five out of eight. It's not terrible, but, like, I don't know. It's... Why is this? Why is this the Christmas episode? Like, come home and she's just like, yeah. Since the colonel retired, all he does is watch Patton all day. We also Merry do Christmas. Get, we all do. We also get the Hey You jokes. You know. Oh yeah, that's not calls bad. Tim Hey You. That's not bad. It's. I mean, it's, I'm, it's not, fine. I'm not gonna like really defend this much. Where'd you have that. it? I have it number three. Wow. Just just because the colonel's there. Like I said, I think the first two are probably clear cut for me and the rest of these i don't really give a crap honestly but uh yeah it was the night before chaos you got the colonel you got a lot of like jokes that at least reoccur in our podcast series where we get Patton and we get you imitating the colonel (laughs) so so for me it's maybe good in that regard but yeah the next one on my list is uh it rhymes with that well, part of it rhymes. Twas the blight before Christmas is what Could I have. Could you please give your numbers? This is a ranking. <laughs> I'm tired of asking you. I want you to guess where I'm at here. What are you at? Three? Four. Okay, what was it again? <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad about your not giving the number that I... You're seeing, you're seeing cross-eyed. Twas the blight before Christmas. Okay, this was here. my number one. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, you and I are really opposed on these Christmas episodes, and I had no idea. Is this the first Doc Johnson, or did we get that earlier? Uh, no. We well on our list, yes. Yeah, this is our okay. first mention of Doc Johnson. Yeah. All right. Well, Doc Johnson. Uh, we're doing the the annual, you know, Christmas contest here, but Randy's leaking information to Ooh, to bad. Doc's granddaughter. Uh, the the years when Randy was cute and not sad, but uh. Then I think I didn't like this because Brad's like a real jerk. Basically, he doesn't it's want to hang with the family. He wants to go on that skiing trip on Christmas. <laughs> right. Didn't like that very much. So it's number four on my list. Oh man, you, you you're wrong on this one. This is my number <laughs> one. It's uh it's like the quintessential home improvement Christmas episode. You got 
Randy, cute little Randy, blowing secrets on Tim's uh, Tim's light display. And Tim can't figure it out because he keeps getting bested by the doc. You got Brad, who's being a real bad boy, and uh, <laughs> it gets really heated. But in the end, he shows up to church. Mark is, is singing in the choir. We get the Leon visual gag. Oh yeah. man, it's the most. It's definitely the most heartfelt home improvement Christmas episode. And for that reason, I put it at number one. I mean, Jordan, Leon, you love Leon. Number <laughs> I four? Love, I, I do love Leon. I think you remember these more than I do. Well, I think it maybe is one of us put a little more time into our ranking <laughs> than the other one, but that's okay. Yeah, that's well, one of us might have a little bit more time on their hands. Could, well, let's, who could say? All right. <laughs> number three for me. Okay. You'll better watch out. That's my this, number two. This is a season one episode. Um, Inaugural Christmas here. You no, know, yeah, it's you're setting the table for all of the future uh, future tropes of a home improvement Christmas episode. You got the light contest. You got Mark, who's just so darn cute as a youngster. Uh, he finds out that, uh, or rather, his brothers tell him that Santa Claus isn't real, and uh, that's it's a really simple one. It's kind of like simple in the way that early home improvement was very simple, where like one thing would kind of happen and you just sort of watch it play out. Um, and, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about the ending where Wilson is Santa Claus and Mark looks up to the sky. And I, I know I was hard on that like five years ago or whenever <laughs> we did this, but I've kind of softened on it and I sort of like it now. You sort of like it just yeah. for just for your list. Yeah. Isn't there like a Christmas play, too, that the boys are in? Or at least a couple of them? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah, there's a lot going on here. It's, it's not a bad episode by any means. Mm-hmm. Written by our favorite Billy Reback as well. Yeah, I should mention yeah. that. And he but, was yeah. very—he was very happy with the Wilson Santa Claus ending. He—he—he he, he was proud of that. So <laughs> I think for that reason, I now enjoy it. I don't—I don't want to be down on something someone else is proud of. But yeah, that's that's fair. I think the way this worked out, I'm down to my number one. So maybe you should go again. Okay, my number two, I, I, I gave my number one already. My number two, and this was close. I think one and two for me it could have been flopped. So yeah. number two for me, Twas the Flight Before Christmas, season five. Yeah, uh, this is my number one. Well, I'll let you talk about it. It's your number one. It's my number one. Uh, so, you know, we, we got Tim getting such a very thoughtful gift for his wife, but he's stuck in an airport in Alpena, uh, and, you know... Yes, we get the appearance of I forget what his name is in this episode. Fred. He's Ted, just credited Ned. as the clerk, but I, I think they did that gag later when he came back. So. Yeah, and we're talking about Mr. Poston, uh, who who comes on to always. You know, he's playing the same type of character where he's sassy and kind of the antagonist to Tim, but it's it's very likable and very endearing. So it's I think one of the like you said the first appearance of him and very very funny. We get more Doc Johnson. Uh, the boys take on Doc Johnson this time around, so that's that's something intriguing. Maybe the low point of this episode is Eileen and Al. Um, I don't even remember that part. Yeah, I think they fight over like Al has to choose between uh, Eileen and his mom, which is not not great. So, but yeah, it's 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 my favorite, uh, I suppose, of all of them. But yeah, I, I like I like you'll better watch out as well. So yeah. Uh, for me, I think the Tom Poston stuff is really funny in this one, and uh, this is before they go to that well too many times, and it becomes yeah. not funny, but it's really funny the first time. And I, I would also say, like, the ending wherein uh, Tim and Al see the lights from the airplane, oh, yes. and it, like, lights up everything, I thought that was very satisfying, and a fun and funny ending. So, yeah, very good episode, very close to being number one, but 
not quite as charming as Twas the Blight Before Christmas for me. So, yeah, wow. I'm, a su- I'm a sucker. Can you hear the sleigh bells? It's very, fe- it's very <laughs> yeah. festive around here. Yes, July. <laughs> Christmas in July. All right. Well, that's our order. Uh, I imagine. You, I don't. Did you solicit people and ask if what their favorite Christmas episode was? I did not. Okay. Well, if anybody wants to chime in, you know where to reach us, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on your favorite Christmas episode of Home Improvement. But with that, you do have some feedback from people uh, in social media, and I'd like to hear it. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, you know, people can reach out to us in all the normal ways, but let's let's talk about Twitter and the polls and questions that you post. All right. So I asked, uh, anyone have any favorite JTT moments you want to share for our next record? We're going to be counting down our faves. Okay. So um, at Saginaw Cheese, that's Seth. He said. The lad's pad Kid Castle bit when he gets the room in the basement, giving the tree in Costa Rica at Christmas, we just saw, the hell and damn line from season one when the boys are learning manners, and the Halloween app where he and Lauren are going as scary Republicans. That is pretty funny. Um, I remember that for some reason. Stephanie said, of course I do. There's the whole episode where he might have cancer, the one where he's afraid of the basement bedroom. That seems to be a favorite for a lot of people. Uh, when he goes jean shopping with Jill. Uh, <laughs> that is funny. He's checking out his butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, all his shots at Tim, etc. Uh, Lynn said, I have many, but the top two are losing my religion, convos with the hospice woman about hypocrisy of organized religion, politics, and the establishment, and such things people follow blindly. Excellent convo between two beautiful old souls. Uh, final convo with Tim before leaving for Costa Rica. They were in the kitchen talking about all the things they never got to do over the years and also reminiscing, making plans to go fly fishing once he returns. Felt genuine and hope in reunion movie we get a scene of them doing that. Last one. Um, Jesus said when he was named as the student with the cutest butt and he checks himself out in the mirror. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Which I think, I think was... Uh... A scam, if I remember, but... Yeah, too bad. Too bad. Too bad. He got his hopes up. Yeah. Lots of good memories there. Yeah. Lots of good ones that we didn't mention, so I'm, I'm glad you asked. Me uh, too, Jordan. A fond farewell to Randy Taylor, because he's, you know, top three character on the show. In my opinion. Probably top two, frankly. Hmm. Uh, Alright, so other things on Twitter. Poll this week. This was a tough one, Jordan. Um... Which of Tim's brothers is more of a loser? <laughs> 33 total votes. What do you think people said? Give me a guess. I mean, we're pretty hard on Marty, so I wonder if that's kind of rubbed off on people. Well, 33 total votes, as I said. 36.4% said Marty. 63.6% said Jeff. Ooh, what about people... Steve? Uh, come on. <laughs> if you want to dilute it, then that's... The, yeah, I, I learned, I've learned from that, okay? Uh, people had some thoughts. Uh, Sarah Shortstuff said, at least Marty has daughters. Jeff is childless. Burn. Um, uh, I, I mean, is that a reflection of him? I mean, anybody. A lot of people can have kids. I'm not sure. Yeah, that that's I don't like, know if that's a valid reason. That impressive. Uh, Danny said, I have mixed feelings about this. Marty can't keep a steady job. Never has since his first appearance, but neither can Jeff. Both failed at their marriages. Only Jeff doesn't have kids, so we can't compare parenting. But Marty was such a jerk about his kids with Tim and Jill. It's a hard tie with those facts. Uh, so yeah. in all, I'd say Jeff. So it's not a tie. I'd say Jeff because he's bald and Marty is not. Man. Jeff by uh, a hairline. Jeff by a lack of hair. <laughs> um, okay. Other things. Okay. This is the this is the big one. 
Um, the big one. This is the big. This is the big thing I've been trying to trying to get out there, uh, and that is. So I tweeted about the cave segment at the end of the last episode. Oh, okay. Uh, and I didn't even tweet at this person. He just reached out on his own. Uh, the Karn Man. I said, anyone have an explanation for Wilson's basement sequence at the end of the episode? Uh, RK said, yes, we use the Armageddon set. Wow. Yeah. And uh, someone posted a, a gif, and yeah, it, it's like them drilling into the... Whatever they do in Armageddon, where they go, like, drill into a planet to save the world or whatever. Um, you're, you're making me think that uh, you don't understand the, the plots of that movie. What is it? What happens? Well, they're trying to divert the the asteroid or whatever so it doesn't hit Earth. What's drilling have to do with it? Well, if you put uh, like an engine or something and you kind of knock it off of its orbit, mm-hmm. then it would take a different orbit and not hit Earth. Sounds very realistic. Uh, one person <laughs> said, we went to a live taping of Home Improvement and they showed this clip on the monitors before they started filming. Tim joked he was able to use the Armageddon set because he knew Michael Eisner. Mm. Who's Michael Eisner? <laughs> uh, he he ran the Disney Company okay. in the eighties and the nineties. Um, so yeah, yeah. well, they had you know, a show for a while. That's pretty fun. That was fun. I was glad to find that out. That's definitely not on the trivia. So if I wasn't so lazy, I would add that. But yeah, uh, if somebody feels like doing it, feel yeah, free <laughs> for sure. But uh, that's all I got for Twitter. All right. Well, sounds like a very busy week and uh, a very busy episode that we had here. So I suppose we should talk about what we're talking about next week. Let's do it. I mean, it's all downhill from here, Jordan, you know? Yeah. Halloween, gone. Christmas, Christmas, gone. gone. Randy, gone. Randy, gone. Now it's just heading to the finale and we're going to get a bunch of stuff with Marty's daughters. I mean, come on. And there's like 17 episodes left still or something like that. Yowzer. All right. Well, (laughs) hey, we'll have a good time. (laughs) We're going to start doing 20-minute episodes. Uh, All right. What do we got? Ploys for Tots. Is that ploys? Yep. Hmm. Mark and Brad are going <laughs> to... Is this like a re- retreading of them They're going to steal stuff. Charity? That's funny. Well, hey, yeah. I'm looking for... I, I, I love a good scam. Uh, you know, so I'm looking <laughs> always forward have. to it. Listeners... Wait, Jordan, thank you for joining me. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening. And I guess I should say... Goodbye, Randy, and take care. Mm, Take care, everybody.